Hi and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Chris, Lee. Sorry, I've got Sean on the hop there. Uh, yeah, I, was, I didn't know what was happening. Uh, we're, in, we're in different seats as well this week, so we're not entirely sure who's what and where. A new that, setup for the new room. This should be it. Well, same now, shouldn't it? I think. I think this should be the the order of execution. Execution. And yeah. talking of execution, um, probably going to be hearing a lot less of Dan this year because, uh, for various reasons, he's taken a bit of a step away. But Sean has uh, said that she'll be joining us quite a lot more. I, I, w- I will make an a vague effort. That's more that's than the type of talk yeah. you want. That's <laughs> right. Positive <laughs> enforcement yes. for the new year. Strange you should say that. And it's more than exactly we do. I have tattooed on my chest. Good. <laughs> I shall make a vague effort. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Comic Sans. Good. Yes, that is the font for those kind of things. <laughs> Sounds like my foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I got the idea. God. So, how are we all the start of, at the start of 2020 and less than two months away from a new F1 season? Great. Okay, good, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Reasonable. Did Santa bring anyone any F1 goodies at Christmas? Strangely, no. no. I got my annual F1 calendar, which is covered up by a coat. I was going to say, I can, <laughs> we can really see that there. Yeah. yeah, for the benefit of anyone watching on YouTube, it's the one behind the coat that's behind us all. Oh, dear. Well, that killed that bit of that conversation then, didn't it? It did. It did. So, we've got a new season to look forward to. We do. And uh, there's even some news happening, and it's January. Well, we've not a, even little, got to yeah, a little bits bit and news. pieces. There are newsy things. Gonna, we'll start with something that... Two things, actually, that came out today about um, people leaving things. First one is Sean Bratches, the commercial director, um, is leaving his full-time role with the F1 organisation. Been rumoured for a while, though, hasn't it? Yeah. Yes. He was um, he was getting a bit fed up of the of the commute, which when his office is in London and his house is in Connecticut, you can kind of understand. Isn't he like a million years old as well? No, not quite. as it turns out, he's only fifty nine. Fuck off! He had a hell of a paper round. Jesus Christ! I thought money made your life easy. <laughs> <laughs> Still think he looks like Martin Chambers, the drummer out of the Pretenders. Just look quite possibly. Bit, yeah, yeah. yeah, so he wants to spend more time with his. Kids and kids. I remember when he first got appointed, Googling him, because, as you do... We didn't know who he was. one of the first Google suggestions after you type his name is eyebrows. Oh, okay. He does have an astonishing set of eyebrows. Yeah, he yeah. does. So, Bratch's eyebrows are gone, or going. Going. Mm-hmm. Well, um, he's staying on as a consultant and working from home. Is Chase Carey going to disappear as well, and then we'll lose the moustache as well? I hope not. Well, he signed a one-year extension to the end of 2020. Yeah. Or maybe into midway through 2021 so we can sort of manage and oversee the change, the sweeping change that's coming, we can say, next year now. Can mm. I hold my hand up and just say, just quickly, I thought these guys were in it for the long haul. As it turns out, Chase Carey was only on a three-year contract and Bratches was as well. Bratches mm. is sick of the long-haul flight. Yeah. Well, it's probably what ten hours, nine hours from Connecticut to London. So flying first class, but apparently you still get knackered. Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, jet lag's terrible. I yeah, hate yeah. it. Doesn't, I suffer matter, doesn't matter how comfy your seat is. <laughs> no, true. That's how good the sleeping tablets are. There's some of the shit about traveling, though, isn't it? There's a, it's a different type of sweat. <laughs> no, so you know, it's, even if you do a short, like, try, say, say, like four hours somewhere. Mm. And when you get off, you've got that horrible, sticky feeling, which feels like you've been like bathed in Lucozade. 
I've never having bathed in Lucas yeah. I don't know what that feels I don't know like. What you missing? I don't know about that one, but I always feel grotty after a flight because you just you hear other people spluttering around you, don't you? And you yeah. know that and air is getting too warm. Yeah, yeah. It's recycled. It's like air. a hotel room mm-hmm. full of other people. Yeah, <laughs> a small hotel room full of other people. Yeah, you'd never be in a room that small with that many people ever. No. You've never booked into one of those EasyJet hotels then. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although I quite enjoy the the idea of those Japanese pod hotels. Quite like that. I think that's quite quite a good idea. Mm. Oh no, they just seem no. really too claustrophobic. No, it's fine. Yeah, I I, I, I could definitely sleep in one, but I do think there would be the, an opportunity to be a moment where you go to sit up and you can't. Are you yeah, head yeah. the ceiling. Yeah. I think you can sit up quite comfortably in, in them most of the Oh, some of them you can't. Some of them are like a proper coffin job, can't they? <laughs> oh, you wouldn't want to sleep in one of them. No, no. That is claustrophobic. Mm. That's like sleeping in a tanning salon bed without the without it being on, I would imagine. Is a claustrophobic letter <laughs> afraid of claustrophobic bags? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a friend, friend of mine once used one of the um, fully sealed tanning beds once, and uh, her description of it was, right, I now know what a toasty feels like. Oh, okay. She had it turned up too high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't have eaten that ham and cheese before she went in. Yeah. <laughs> what was she doing? Laying cheddar all over herself <laughs> anyway. Not supposed to put bread above <laughs> She was going to wash it off with Lucas Aid later. <laughs> yeah. I imagine cheese yeah. and Lucas Aid would give you a good tan, though, wouldn't it? That's. It would give you an um, We've been Essex straying tan. away yeah. from the oh, I was thinking We man, might have man, strayed. Man. David Dickinson. Yes. Well done, John. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this not a total shunt? <laughs> <laughs> Just wait to see the one he's got lined up. Um, right, yeah, back to Formula One. Somebody else who, um, well, as it turns out, has already left. Um, Fernando Alonso, it was announced today, has left his ambassadorial role with McLaren. Monday yeah. news. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Wondering what's going to be coming out tomorrow when the podcast gets released. Fernando Alonso re-signed by McLaren. <laughs> well, it, I think this is more to do with Indy. Well, yeah, because he's driving for Andretti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very possibly. It's, it's more, yeah. it's more Indy than Formula One. Yeah, I have seen um, just just slightly veering off on on a bit of an Indy tangent for a second. Marcus Ericsson tweeting his uh, livery for for twenty twenty being completely husky chocolate. Yes. Um, yeah, I have seen this. Yeah, and uh, of course, husky chocolate being tied in with McLaren. Yeah, I think um, it is. It is Swedish as well, isn't it? I think it is. Yes. Yeah, I believe so. I think so. Yeah, I think uh, it is Swedish, the yeah. general Scandinavian neck Mark of the woods, certainly. McLaren confirmed. Mm. Pretty much. <laughs> isn't he already? Isn't he in the McLaren? He's in the McLaren Indy car. He's, yeah. he's driving. But they need a new ambassador. Yeah, that's true. Marcus <laughs> step forward. Schmidt, Peterson, Arrow, McLaren, Team Spam. Yes, he did. He did tweet a while back as well something about not really being that involved with Alpha anymore as well. I think it was actually it was the day before Cubitza well, was announced. Yeah, so. he's cut his ties with Alpha Romeo because they've now shocked got a, to all. Well, they, <laughs> well, the thing is, they've now got a new uh, new sponsor, Alpha Romeo, as well mm-hmm. as a new uh, reserve yeah. driver, yeah, PK yeah. and Allen, and what comes with the PK and Allen money? A pole. <laughs> RK, Robert mm. Kubica, as a development driver. Sim driver. Sim driver, is it? He's not even getting in the car. Doesn't, not, look, doesn't look like it, no. Not even getting a couple of FP1s. Don't, don't think so. He's, um, what would they gain from giving him FP1s? Apparently his strength is giving feedback on what the car is, like how the car behaves. He's very good at giving feedback. But we don't 
No. 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 <laughs> I, I think he's very good at giving teams money to stay involved in Formula One. Yeah, and that's what yeah, happened. Alfa Romeo's happened here, official title for this year is Alfa Romeo Racing Orland. Yeah. That's how we have to. Res- like, like, it, let's be honest, it's not. It's not how anyone is going to refer to that team. Alfa Romeo. No. Alfa Romeo. Yeah. I was going to say that the last team on the grid that was called Arrow didn't end so well for him. No. No. So, um, you still think Alonso is going to be on the F1 grid in 2021? Yes. Where? Um, I think it could be Renault, Ferrari. I think think Renault and uh, Daniel Ricciardo will part ways in 2021. If he has another another season like the one he's just had, yes. I I think it will happen anyway. There seems to be something that isn't mixing personality-wise with him and that team. I think it might suit both of them for him yeah. to, to move on. Shall but... we start the Ricardo, uh, Ricardo to Alfa Romeo one now to replace Kimi? I don't think Kimi will leave. <coughs> I've, I've been think, thinking about Kimi a lot. Um, and it just does, it doesn't make sense with such a big shift in um, the rules. In the rules. Mm to get rid of somebody as experienced as Kimi Raikkonen if he still wants to be there. And he does look like he still wants to be there. I think they would probably want to keep him if one of the bazillion F2 drivers that they've got Mm -hmm. ends up getting enough points for a super licence, so they would presumably want him to replace the Giovinazzi, then they would probably want Kimi. a Kimi yeah. to look after the road. I, I think it's in Giovinazzi's hands this year, the Alfa Romeo yeah. seats, because I, I don't think if, if Giovinazzi I, can put Kimi away, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying he can, no, if, but he if can. he can, um, then uh, they may look at retaining Giovinazzi and bringing in yeah. another young driver. Yeah. Like I don't know Schwartzman. that they'd. Wa- I yeah. don't know if they'd want a rookie with Schumacher. Giovinazzi. Schumacher. I think it was Schumacher in the car in 21. Possibly, <laughs> regardless of where he does an F2, even if he fin- keeps finishing eighth. Um, there has been just as mediocre Formula One drivers come into Formula One with l- smaller surnames than Schumacher. It's not the surname he needs, though, is it? It's the super license points. No, but he, he should have that by the end of F2, shouldn't he? Mm, where was he this year? Was he eighth yeah. in the championship? You don't get many for that. No. He perpetually finished eighth, didn't he? Yeah. Pretty much every race apart from the one that he I- won. <laughs> He was he was FIA Formula Three champion, wasn't he? That's twenty five yeah. points. Yes, I think he'd probably need top six in the top championship. We'll see, um, but I think that's it's still Ferrari and it's still Formula One, and I, I still think that when push comes to shove, the sport will play fast and loose with those points rules, especially when it comes to getting Mick Schumacher on the grid. He would have to prove himself in some other way if he was to bypass points, though, wouldn't he? Like, he would have to have, do some shit hop on FP1. He'd have to shoot himself capable, though, isn't mm-hmm. it? That's, that's yeah. all, because the whole thing's a safety thing, isn't it? Yeah. But so if he's not crashing all the time in in F2 and he's doing perfectly good, like, FP, uh, FP1s... Yeah, if he does some Friday sessions yeah, and he's yeah. comparable to his teammate, then they mm-hmm. might be able to mm-hmm. get him an exemption if he was only a few yeah. points short. The worry for him, though, is there's another four Ferrari drivers on the F2 That's grid. That's the problem. What That if, aren't named Schumacher. Yeah, but what if what if he gets destroyed by more than one I don't of think them? it'll matter. Mick Schumacher will be in a Formula 1 car. Eventually, I think yeah. he will eventually. Yeah. I don't know that it's 2021. But, um, the, I, but that, I can't see why they wouldn't have Kimi Raikkonen, if that, that's the way it is, as his teammate. You've got a man which is absolutely like nonplussed by politics within Formula 1. Uh, an experienced Formula One driver, the you know it's 
he'll be the most he is the most experienced guy in the droop grid isn't he yeah mm-hmm. you couldn't pick someone better to be next to someone you were trying to groom yeah it's just that I don't know are Ferrari gonna cut the losses if he turns out to be thoroughly mediocre alright it'll sell a few more I don't know shirts and cufflinks yeah, but um, I don't. I don't think so. I think well, even if even if Ferrari cut ties, somebody will bring him into Formula One. I don't. I don't think Ferrari. Somebody would. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, do, I well look. Bruno, Bruno Senna got in at the age he was. He was at. at do you know what I mean? Bearing it's, in mind, Bruno Senna had to. I say had to. Bruno Senna stopped for ten years yeah, yeah, yeah. because of of what happened. But the thing was, he didn't get back into Formula One because of talent. He got back in because of a surname. Yeah, if he, he hadn't have he didn't stopped, set the world on fire. Yeah, he his... he might have been a perfectly good Formula One driver if yeah. he carried on going, mm. but he didn't get back in on talent. No, but you talk about Kimi then being, um, you know, the most experienced driver. Yeah, I saw something the other day that gave the ages of all the Formula One drivers. Hamilton second. Yeah, do you know who's third on the list? Vettel. Paul. Um, guess. Um. Sure. Roman Grosjean. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah. but he's been, so, knock, he's been knocking around for. He's years. older than Vettel. Is he nearly mm. a year older? Yeah, than he Vettel? wasn't as old, was he? Well, he was. Yeah, he was older when they came in. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And Roman again, Grosjean. somebody who probably shouldn't have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think I, he's yeah. had enough times. So he's he's yeah. had enough goes. Again, right. though, according to the people in the know, he is is ability to give feedback to the team on what the car is actually doing on the track is yeah. apparently brilliant I'm a broken record on this but I think him being right about the development path mm. that saved his career yeah for now yeah yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah just, just for the, it got, it got him in the car for this year yeah. yeah and it's not like he's got like a future world champion of a teammate do you know, do you know what mm. I mean it's a uh, if there was anything to him, he'd be able to put Magnus away pretty handily. Yeah. And then I can see Magnuson doing well in uh, NASCAR because, you know, the first one to crash wins, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Haas haven't exactly got anyone just sat around in a test role yeah. that would knock either of them out. No, they're all driving in NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. NASCAR's the only motorsport where you can win via fatality. Isn't, isn't <laughs> Pietro Fittipaldi? I think so, waiting yeah. Waiting in the wings at Haas. He's now. getting smashed in um, Asian F3 at the minute. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. shit. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Well, didn't he? Um, didn't he have that massive crash in Spa? In and uh, oh, I didn't mean that kind of smash. Oh, I meant results-wise. Well, no. didn't, didn't, didn't he have the massive he crash? And he's come. He's come back not as quick. He did break both his legs two years ago. I think it was. He's kind of been off the pace ever since then. Mm. It's two years. Needs to get back on it. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Schumacher was on it as soon as he came back from his leg break. Absolutely. Except for the testing session where um, Eddie Irvine nicked his crutches, so he had to sit in the car for an extra 20 minutes until he got somebody to go and find him. It's all right. Ferrari nicked Eddie Irvine's championship. Yeah. Um, He'll never forgive that one. I, no, I, I, I still still flabbergasts me that. I can't, I can't believe a team would not want to win so much because it was the wrong driver in the car. But Eddie Irvine, did Eddie Irvine get out of that better? Because his, his retirement con- as for retirement contract, his final contract with Ferrari was that they were providing with a brand new car every few years. So he still gets a brand new Ferrari every few years. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, the, <laughs> and he doesn't pay for it. <laughs> I, I think if you, if you look at ex-Formula 1 drivers, 
there's very few that have been as successful as him outside Formula One. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at Nicky Lauda levels of financial business. And business oh, yeah, I mean, he owns like half of Dublin, yeah, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's crazy. I think Keki Rosberg's meant to be very sort of businessy, isn't he? He's yeah. got fingers in some pies. Can't remember in what sector. Rosberg pies. Yeah. God. I like my pies to taste of something. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in two flavours, beige and grey. Yeah. Yeah. Keki, not Nico. Yeah. <laughs> Nico will look fabulous. Soylent year. beige. Yeah. They look amazing, but there's just no, you cut it open, there's just nothing inside. <laughs> Chance for a segue here. So does this mean um, Latifi is going to be the new Rosberg? No. Well, NR6 has become NL6. Was that correct? Yes. Yes. I, I, I'm willing to put a guarantee on here that nope. come the end of the year, the search for another good Canadian Formula One driver will be ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I want to see the meme that I'm sure it already exists. I'm going to search for it on Instagram in a minute. Is Nico Crossberg's career no, over? His, num- his number six is the career are now over. <laughs> no, it was fucking brilliant. The WTF one tweeted his 2019 Nico, career over. They tweeted Nico with that picture saying, "Is Nico's career over?" <laughs> <laughs> Good, yeah. And uh, strangely enough, the Latifi-owned company has just started sponsoring Williams to the tune of thirty million to replace the Rexona sponsorship that McLaren oh. have stolen from them. Well, thirty million was what uh, Robert Kubitz was giving them, wasn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah, Rexona is is a different. Um, well, we don't know that it's Rexona, but Unilever have partnered with McLaren, which is mm-hmm. which was the Rexona sure and whatever the other name yeah, for it is. But that, that may not be. But Rexona, if you remember, were Lotus. Lotus had a limited edition deodorant, and then yes. Williams, yes. Williams had a limited edition deodorant. I remember the but Williams they had, deodorant, but they had to be careful not to put too much martini colour mm-hmm. on the. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, it was blue and white stripes yeah. on that one. It was the uh, France and uh, France and Saudi uh-huh. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Why am I saying Saudi Arabia? Because that's next on the list. I was looking at that on the list. <laughs> it, was, it was the Fra- France and um, Bahrain livery. Yes, but and the. Um, You've made me lose my train of thought now. So yeah, so I'm wondering if we'll get the McLaren deodorant, orange and blue. Well, bearing in mind it was Zach Brown that negotiated the deal between Unilever and Lotus in the first place through his media company. Quite likely then. Yeah. So watch out for orange cans of deodorant with a big tick on we them. We don't know it's going to be Rex owner. It could be anything. Unilever is a huge company with many, many brands under its umbrella. Mm, it so. could even be Wall's ice cream. Could be. Big year for McLaren this year. They need to make. Mm. They need to show it's that last year wasn't a fluke. They have yeah. said they're not expecting the jump to be as big as it was in 2019. No, but they need to be closer to Red Bull or whoever the third car is. But yeah, it's I, I. I can see Red Bull maybe usurping Ferrari and being like the team, but they need to be closer. They need yeah. to get a podium on merit as well. You know, like genuine pace, not shenanigans. Yeah. It's hard for hard for teams to do that, though, isn't it? We we, we know that stat something like. Top three teams mm. responsible for something like all podiums, but was it like, but five or something? Yeah. That was terrifying. That yeah. lap, that chart. Yeah. Mm. Five podiums was it, yeah. in the last decade or something were not from those top three that teams. That sounds about right. Most mm. of them will have been Perez. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it is so. It, it's it was disheartening actually looking at that and like looking at Mercedes stats over the course of. Like this formula, more than five, it must be. But anyway, carry on. Yeah, it's definitely time for a shake-up. Like 
Yeah, it's the although I, I did. So Christian Horner say, um, was saying that it it would take a miracle for this not to be a classic season of Formula One. For this not to be a classic yeah, season, yeah. and he he was really talking up the chances of like of uh, Red Bull being title contenders this year. Christian Horner spouting some hot air. Yeah, <laughs> never. <laughs> Now, is he bag sanding or sandbagging? I still, still stand up by the thing that Mercedes beat, built a bad Mercedes and still won everything. So they'll build a good Mercedes this year and everybody's hopes and dreams will be shattered in Australia. Well, there it's is. A, it's a lockout and Hamilton's half a second quicker than Bottas. <laughs> well, there was, a, there was that notable downturn, wasn't there? Uh, roughly mid-season where Mercedes just appeared to just go on a holiday. Co- yeah. They stayed on holiday. Yeah. For, for, for four or five races. Yeah. Um, no, Ferrari did turn the turn the wick up and, and, and appeared to just arrive uh, in performance in 2019. And then the new scrutineering regulations came in and all of a sudden they, they lost, lost all that time. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Mercedes then just p- picked up where Ferrari left off and just carried on. I had an argument with a Ferrari fan on social media about that. No! Yeah. <laughs> It's. I. I think it ended with me sort of saying to like this gen. This genuine evidence. Like there's the. There was a rule that wasn't in place, and then it was, and then Ferrari were nowhere. Even <laughs> even Bonotto has now said that he doesn't expect Ferrari to overtake Mercedes this coming year. For, um, Bonotto turned around and said that it's going to take many years for Ferrari to be a championship contender. He said that uh, even if it wasn't Friday, it was like over the weekend. Yeah, it's uh, That's again is terrifying. That, yeah, but is that bag sanding? Ferrari because they nearly got there last year. Ferrari <coughs> nearly got there. I, no. I think I think there's not enough credit given to Riva Bene for his for when he was managing the team. And I think because he could supply the whole organization with cheap cigs. Yeah, but there was that. What what year was it? Was and it? They were all stressed as hell. <laughs> was it twenty seventeen where Vettel was in the genuine title hunt with Hamilton? Uh, for yeah, yeah, for, until, until he stuck it in the wall in Germany. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, well, that was twenty eighteen. That was yeah, that was twenty. That was just before mm. Thingy died, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yes. But I can't, I can't remember what year it was. But I, I don't think there was enough given. Like people seem to have forgot that Ferrari were actually almost there, and then fell back again. Yeah. When people talk about Ferrari, we still it still seems to be people talk about Ferrari saying, "Oh well, they're they're just trying to get back towards Mercedes." Like, no, 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 they were fucking there. Yeah. The point I the point I was making before was Ferrari do they they go forward and then they come back, yeah. but every time Ferrari find we found half a second and we're a tenth faster than you, Mercedes go, "That's great. Here's another seven tenths." Yeah. <laughs> So if Mercedes have have relaxed since mid mid twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. and they might they might have pushed swung a little bit back towards twenty nineteen when they realised we need to win a couple of races in the second half of this year. Yeah. Um, how how well developed is that twenty twenty car already? Do you know what I mean? Is it? Uh, mm. I mean, it, the interesting it, thing is when they're going to cut twenty twenty off as well, because I think all the teams you're, you're going to be looking like a mid season, like at least cut off point. For development, you know, where mm-hmm. the full focus is going to be on 2021. Yeah. There's a theory as well, I think, about the whole salary cap thing with if you start your development quite early this year, it won't get yeah, go towards yeah, next yeah. year's salary well, cap. I, I think, so. Yeah, Chris, uh, Christian Horner was the first one to point that loophole mm-hmm. out. But I think that was said last year that um, the big teams like Mercedes and Red Bull and Ferrari 
when the salary cap was being spoke about last year, instantly put a small team like working on twenty twenty one back then. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, of course, we get to see the Mercedes car. What is it? The twelfth of February. Fourteenth. Fourteenth. Oh, it's on the Friday. Yeah. Mercedes. McLaren, isn't it? Yeah, Mercedes. McLaren said, on the 13th. M- no, McLaren the thirteenth. Yeah, Mercedes McLaren. on the fourteenth. All oh, right, sorry. Um, Thirteen comes before fourteen, not after. Yeah. So don't count. We're not saying you should cancel your Valentine's plans or anything, but <laughs> cancel your Valentine's yeah, plans was. Mercedes. There's two car yeah. launches on the fourteenth. I think. But I can't remember who the other one. Fifteenth is it? This seems early. Is this early? No, it's about right. Well, no, it's the, testing's uh, it's, the following it's the week, week before isn't it? testing. Cause, yeah, 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 te- yeah, of course. Because yeah, testing starts on the 17th. Yeah. That's good. Which, sadly, is the uh, the Monday after we leave Barcelona. Damn it. Alpha Tori, that's the other one on Valentine's Day. Mm. Ferrari are going early there on the 11th. Oh, the 11th, I do apologise. Mm. Renault on the 12th, McLaren mm. on the 13th. But it looks like um, none of the teams are having the big media launches again this year. Uh, Mercedes are just having a private filming day and making footage available. It's not. It's not right. Are they not doing the online launch like they did when you guys went there a couple of years ago? No, they just. Um, there'll, there'll be a video package of it being unveiled later in the day. There's nothing happening live, and then they're sending it out on the circuit for uh, private filming. I see. You feel like shaking some. I, I know it's all money doing these media events and stuff like yeah. that, but you feel like shaking the teams, like going, fucking, you keep moaning about TV audiences dropping and, and, and stuff fan like that. interaction. But engage. Yeah, yeah. Do it, like, do it, do it Piccadilly Square. Yeah. You know, do it somewhere where people can come and watch you. Yeah. It doesn't have to be an, um, it, it doesn't have to be like a, a big event at Silverstone or something like that, but do it in a public arena. I agree entirely. We, we, we've we spoken about this before mm. and we'd be kind of broken recording, but we said yeah, yeah. somewhere like... The uh, O2. The O2. O2. The Formula only. One experience at the O2. Formula One can have like its own autosport most show. Mm-hmm. Most teams are based in the UK, so that would work for for you know for that. I mean, move it move it around you know, yeah. the world. Every, every maybe do even do it in Australia. Maybe mm-hmm. like the week before. Um, I suppose it won't work because you've got testing. You've got you've got to do it the week before mm-hmm. testing. Yeah. But um, if the if move the it change, around Europe, then if they change the testing to Bahrain, have it in have it somewhere in the Middle East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, have it. Uh, in in Italy, you know there are two teams in Italy. Yeah, there are big arenas in Germany. Germany's got a huge Formula One following. It used to, doesn't yeah. dwindled a bit in recent years. Or make it a thing. Make it a thing where every year it changes country to one of the countries which hosts a race. Yeah, like the Formula One opening <clears throat> ceremony. If you like, imagine having it. a great idea. Yeah, mm. imagine if they had it in the Netherlands. Yeah, the crowd for that it would oh, be ridiculous. Incredible. Yeah. That would be as that would be as orange as Marina. well. Um, yeah. bathing in butter and Lucas, yeah. cheese and Lucas. <laughs> there you go. Just have it in the Netherlands at the Amsterdam Arena. Yeah, sorted. Yeah, we've just fixed Formula One yeah. again. Again, an opening ceremony would be the way forward. Well, there was the um, before the Australian Grand Prix weekend last year. The big. Um, the kind of had it as an opening ceremony in the middle of Melbourne, and all the drivers arrived by boat. Yeah, and it was a bit naff. That, it was a little it? bit on the cringy side. Mm. Yeah, but that was it. Wasn't broadcast properly, was it? It was, and there was, it was streamed. It, I yeah, think. and the attendance, yeah. the actual physical attendance, was poor because it wasn't yeah. something people wanted to see. And it was also on a Thursday afternoon when most of Melbourne would have been at work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
I think you've got to try these things, but Formula One just doesn't seem to try things. It did that London event, which everyone thought was brilliant. Yeah, and it, it, it sparked rumours of a Grand Prix in the middle of London. Yeah. And even to the point where Hamilton and Button were like, this would be the layout and this is how we'd take yeah. it. And, you know, but then nothing. Mm. Even after the UK relaxed its laws on racing on public roads. Yeah. Maybe with the new head of marketing in Formula One, they'll try something like this. Um, you know, we don't know who Sean Bratch is going to be replaced with. No. I'm throwing my hat in the ring, officially now. <laughs> CV will be in the post tomorrow. Yeah. For the future of us having to uh, have something to talk about, Paul, I can't endorse you for this role. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody could, actually. <laughs> Should we just send in a, a joint three legs, four wheels application? We're all coming to, to take over Formula One, yeah. and we're going to fix it. <laughs> mm. um, what was it? Oh, yes, the Saudi Arabia thing that I mentioned before. Um, they are apparently getting a race in... The accidental segue. Yes. Yes. 20, 2023? Yeah. That is what is rumoured. And I don't think there's a great deal more than that known, really. Just that it's mm. it's on the cards. They've had they've had formula built circuit, won't it? That's what it will saying. be. I think yeah. purpose built. They've had Formula E a couple of times already, uh, which I think has been on street circuit. But it, it's a new market. It seems Riyadh E Prix. Mm. Yeah. Did anybody watch that one last year? Because it was a bit. No. Nah. I don't remember watching it. Which they to, may say more about it. They than... had to move the attack zone because it got covered in sand. Ah. I remember right. Where they, where they originally planned to put it, it got covered in sand. That's not ideal. No. Which, that's kind of the problem if you have it... In a desert. In a desert. Yeah. In streets where there's no walls to keep the sand out from a part of the circuit mm. that people are going to be driving on. Yeah. Shall we try and fix Formula E next? No, I've lost cars. I think there might be a bit yeah, more that needs doing there. I, again, like, I saw people tweeting... Um, the other day, it's like, exactly where do I see Formula E? I can't believe how long that sport's been going for, and you still see tweets of people not knowing when and when why it's on. Or well, it, it was on. meant to be live on Eurosport, but they were showing highlights of the snooker instead. It, it, I, I just, I don't understand why Formula E doesn't make a point of just stick, like, keep posting up the times, like regional times, you know, a big list of countries. These are the race times. These are the co- these are the t- places you can watch it. A picture would solve all these people's problems. It's buried about five layers deep in the website. If you can be asked looking for the website, one thing though that well, I did not you can only find if you go and see a leak on 4chan. The best, <laughs> the best Formula One team for tweeting out and putting stuff on social media as to what time you can see the race. Uh, depending where you are in the world, is Haas. Haas put up a map of the world every every time there's a race on. Here's what time the race start is in your time zone. Sometimes they don't get it completely clear. Then they have a, then, then they have a ten minute window where they can almost guarantee that both their cars will still be running. <laughs> <laughs> you can start watching it at one ten in London, but by the time it gets to midday in France too late <laughs> <laughs> even though they're ahead of us one thing that I did notice about the Formula E coverage this weekend though and this only caught about five minutes of the race on Saturday before uh, before I went out this new uh, driver's eye camera 
they've now got um, proper helmet-mounted cameras on a couple of the drivers that are linked to... Um, that are actually following the driver's eye line. Okay. Could oh, be cool. embarrassing if they're walking through the paddock. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone to the toilet with your camera on. <laughs> but yeah, you can you can actually see um, you can actually see what the drivers are looking at when they're going into a corner, which in Formula E is usually a fucking hairpin. Yeah, with somebody parked sideways on it already. Um, but yeah, you can actually see the line that they're looking at taking, and um, it's it, it was it was really good, and I'd like to see that. On um, on F one. Well, they yeah. did that, didn't they, with Nico Hulkenberg when um, once when the Force India team were doing the and it was Force India back then yeah. <laughs> uh, when they were doing their thing with Martin Brundle on Sky. They did, they filmed a load of stuff at Silverstone and then sort of stretched it out over mm. half a season. Um, I think it ended up with Martin Brundle putting a car in the wall, didn't it? The Silverstone. He definitely put so, a Force yeah, India yeah. in a wall yeah. at some point. Yeah, that definitely rings Oops. a bell. Yeah, they had a driver eye tracker on Nico Hulkenberg when he was driving for Force India. Mm. And you could see it was got, quite the piece of tech, though, wasn't it? Yeah, he was, was looking a big so far around the corner. Thing. Yeah, so far around the corner, mm. and um, yeah, to, to be able to look that far ahead and not what's directly in front of you. Yeah, you yeah. Know, is, is is you know the otherworldly athlete of the Formula mm. One driver. But yeah, I mean, I'd like, I'd like to see him bring that in, uh, bring that into Formula One for the actual coverage of the races, because this was during the Formula E race that they were using this footage, and uh, it was it was one thing about it that looked really good. So you can you can see the apex on a thirty mile an hour hairpin. I, I'm not sure what's good about uh, Rosberg see it looking like a two corners ahead. I mean, Ferrari have been looking like two seasons ahead for the past ten years. That's just because it's over the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's also called dreams, <laughs> which I thought was what powered Hondas. Uh, that was Earth dreams, and they caught fire. Yeah, <laughs> actually, genuinely did. Hamilton's there, like, oh my god, I'm champion. Buttons are like, my car is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got on here? Bottas rally. He's been ice rallying again. He has in a Citroen. <laughs> I suppose Citroen are a non-F1 rival, so well, it's, yeah, it's neutral it enough sense, territory. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know uh, Charles Leclerc has said he wants to go and do rallying, but Ferrari have told him, no, under no circumstances he used to get anywhere near a rally car. Do you know what happened the last time we let someone do that? <laughs> <laughs> they ended up in a Williams ten years later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, go and look at his hand. <laughs> Yeah, apparently he didn't. He didn't do too well, and um, ended up breaking a drive shaft and finished tenth or something. Tenth, and it was about ten minutes behind. I think what I read though, somebody finished with a finished name. Thank thank you, Santeri and Asti, for sending us that. It was an Arctic ice run. But I I think, I think from what 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 I saw that his comeback was praised to tenth because he was he was was almost last. I think. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I suppose if it keeps keeps the uh, keeps the race brain sharp in the off season. Mm. Yeah, I think why so. not? As long um, as you don't people... half rip a hand off, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, some people enjoy, you know, they just enjoy doing it, don't they? You know, um, the same thing with Robert Kubica. Um, I seem to remember there was there was a driver who took part in the British rally when we you know when the British rally used to actually be on TV. Mm. <laughs> uh, Top Gear Rally Special. Yeah, something like that. It was. I want to say late 90s and it was a lower grid Formula 1 driver who was just taking part in the rally because he just could anyone um, fancies writing a total shunt about this person and getting that question in 
<laughs> feel, free, feel free to do so. I might, I might Google it in a minute when you talk about something yeah. else. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was just going to mention it. Did anyone actually see where Alonso finished in Dakar? Because I know, I know he. Um, no, but I know where was, Carlos Sainz Senior. Yeah, finished. he was sharp yeah. end, wasn't he? But yeah, not as good as Carlos Sainz Senior. It, he had lots of things, didn't he? There was lots of crashes and things. He had an like, um, epic roll at one point, yeah, like going yeah, down yeah. a hill. Oh, and then the, then the, wind, then the windscreen fell out and he just drove off yeah. and left yeah. it there. It's, it's like fine, just carry or... on. No, Alonso. No, Alonzo. Oh, fair enough. I, re- I read something that I can't remember what team it was. I Especially because who, who was he driving for in Dakar this year? Toyota. Toyota, right. Yeah, that, see, that doesn't make sense with the Honda connection for Button. But there was a team put forward that they'd like to enter Alonso and Button as a team next year in Dakar. It would be a marketer's dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think we'll be seeing Jensen Button doing Dakar at some point. He says he's retired from racing, but as he helped. He did he's, the bar half thousand. He did, didn't he? Did, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. He's doing a, is he not doing Super GT this year? No, no, he's he's pulled out of Super GT because um, young kid yeah, lives yeah. in lives in California and I thought he was doing something though because he was he was doing um, some kart racing the other day in preparation for something. I think he's just doing like ad hoc events. He's not yeah, taking part yeah. in like full, a season, just sort of full, pick, pick full and season. choose. Yeah. He's, he's Alonso in it basically. Yeah. Um, Mark Blondell has definitely retired from racing. Though he's finally yeah, uh, finally not uh, touring cars on the head. Oh, finally after. How many years? Eight years? It must be at least that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he he was always... I always thought that he would be better in a better car. He had... When he was in F1. He He's said, in a McLaren. An unreliable <laughs> McLaren at the time. I always looked at him as kind of a bit of a poor man's pencil. I didn't think it... I didn't think it was... Mm. Possibly at that level, but I I thought he could have been. Uh, I thought I thought there was potential there. He just kept getting getting let down by exploding engines. I think there's so many drivers, isn't there? It's it's, it's the same way as I look at um, Anthony Davidson. I think Anthony Davidson, given more of a crack, would have been better. Same with Darista. Mm. No, very uh, very true. Definitely, John Eric Verne. Formula One missed someone there. Oh, they sacked the wrong driver. Yeah. Um, I think that's about all the sort of generally newsy stuff that... Uh, oh, Arthur that Leclerc oh, was the other yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because that, that, that wasn't thing. on the list. Ah. It, it was, it, Sean messaged it back to me because I messaged Sean separately with Sean not being an hour. Must put you on the we'll thread. We'll have to have a... Yeah, we'll yeah, have we, a rejig. Yeah, we, need, we, need, we need the chat thread with you on it. Yeah, we'll sort that we'll out in the housekeeping later. I have to see something here whilst I've been uh, oh. trying to Google who which F1 driver was in uh, the British Rally. Yes. Uh, Max McRae, who is Alistair McRae's son, mm-hmm. uh, could make his British Rally debut uh, oh. soon. Uh, How old is he? 15. Wow. Bloody hell. Petter Solberg has, uh, I think he's 16 year old child who is like uh, he on is the insane. verge he, yeah i was watching him at um at um goodwood mm. festival of speed i've never seen anybody take the entire course <laughs> that fast whilst also going sideways mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's his father's son he's oh i think he's better than his father and his father was pretty good at the time mm. Bloody hell. So, yes, uh, Ar- is it Arthur Leclerc? Arthur Leclerc is now... 19-year-old Arthur Leclerc. Is he 19? I couldn't have told you the age off the top of the head. But, yeah, he is now, like Charles Leclerc, part of the Ferrari family. Oh. 
He, so, was it Formula Four? German I think it was Formula German Four, Formula Four last year. In, yeah, and his race was the uh, support race for the Formula One. One of the support races for the Formula One uh, at Hockenheim. Um, we all remember that it was quite an eventful Formula One race. Um, Tad. Yeah. So um, is he in GP2 this year? No. F- I think F- he'll F3, probably be so in F3. F3. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll probably F3. put him in that because they've got enough Ferrari drivers in F2 already. Yeah. yeah. So much so they've had to add another team in F2 today. Yeah, which is... Oh, yes. There are now 11 teams in F2. Yes, yes. which will mean more crashing because there'll be more cars. Because mm. high-tech have decided to enter a team. Um Left them practic- left themselves practically no time to um, actually get used to the step up from F three, even though they're still in there. And I think rumor has it they're getting Luca Giotto to drive for him, oh. who only left F two to go and drive for Aston Martin last week. Right, so Luca Giotto, perpetual F two driver, yes, yeah. has been in F two since it began. Mm-hmm. Finally, <laughs> leaves to go and do something else. <laughs> Was in GP two for a while. Him and Johnny Chicotto will be oh, fighting wow. it out for the longest and career in the of, series under F one. And if any of them makes a mistake, Roberto Mary is just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty seconds back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Artem Markalov s- must be getting up there now. Markalov, yeah, good point. Oh yeah, because he's, he's back. He's, he's back, back full time yeah. this year, isn't he? It's kind of a waste, isn't it, when you see things like, like that? Because if it's a feeder series of Formula One, mm. it's get no one goes to Formula One. Yeah, they're, they're, but they're, none of those people should be in Formula One. Yeah, know, if generally. you start making a career in F two, something's yeah. amiss. Yeah, I suppose it meant if, if it's the highest level you can get to. Then, but do do something like yeah. Balsecki. But if it's supposed to be a feeder series, yeah. it's supposed to be growing. From That's the thing. Their, their hashtag is Road to F One. But I, I'm, it's becoming more and more that every year, mm-hmm. isn't it? I know Lee hates Davide Valsecchi, but <laughs> yes. How? <laughs> but I mean, he was twenty twenty seven, was he? When, when he quite honourably won F two. And then realised he wasn't getting into F1 and went, well, that's as far as I'm getting, I'm just going to retire. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. was it, retired from motorsport. And they were like, well, why? Is it, you know, you know, have a year out, come back and see if you can get a shot at Lotus or you know, one of the other Formula 1 teams. He's like, no, if I'm not getting into Formula 1 as an F2 champion, yeah. I'm not getting into Formula 1. Not only a bell end, but a quitter. <laughs> There's a similar, similar thing in the motorbikes today. Um, Moto3 rider Jakob Kornfile has retired. And Jakob what? Jakob Kornfile, he's Czech. He he has like Does one of the most things to cornflakes. Maybe, but he, he, he has was, one he, of the most he, epic he things hopper, ever. Yeah, he? he wants someone crashed in front of him and he like took off off their fairing. Oh, it was, was amazing. The, the bunny but yeah, he's yeah. he's retired today essentially because he's about ten years older than everyone else in Moto Three. Yeah, and has just never, never moved up. So he's what fifteen so. then? I think he's about <laughs> twenty five, <laughs> but too old. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to happen, though, isn't it? I mean, not every mm-hmm. driver who who makes it to F three is going to move up to F two. No. Not not every driver who's in F two is going to make it to F one. Mm-hmm. But it'd be nice if, like, the top drivers, the ones who win the championships in F two, can make it to F one. Do you know what I mean? They at least have a shot at Formula One. Maybe this should be because I I still disagree with the you win the you win a championship. You have to leave F two because it's CEO. You know, it's, if let's say George Russell couldn't have got himself in a Williams last year, for instance, he he would have just been one of those endless drivers that wins F two and then can't get into Formula One and then just falls off and becomes mm. a Formula E driver. Then you know, same in Super Formula and yeah yeah, yeah. and mm. then it's it's all gone done dusted. But the the I think the idea of 
a maximum of four years in Formula E in, in um, either F2. G, F2 or an F3. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, rather a maximum number of years rather than you can stay as long as you want. But once you win the championship, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if if you win if you win for three years, you know, it's, or if you win once and then you come second for two years, then you still have to leave. But yeah, the, just to give people the opportunity to be good and wait for that seat to arrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then again, you get some drivers that are good get the seat, and it turns out that they've kind of stepped above the pay grade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, I mean that's the thing though. That's not every driver that gets into a Formula One car is going to be Max Verstappen or Lewis Hamilton, are they? No, some will be Julian Palmer. Yeah, I suppose the idea if your if your champion could return, you've then got that that second look, haven't yeah. you? It's, was yeah, it a yeah, fluke yeah. year, or actually, <coughs> if they back it up and come second or first the next year, it's like fair Grisha. enough. Yeah. Yeah, and Palmer because there was there was nobody else yeah. challenging for the rest mm-hmm. for the majority of that season. Yeah, you know I'm not saying he's a bad driver. No, no, but he did the the same thing, didn't he? He got to Formula One, it didn't work out for him. He retired from racing and just became a pundit. Yeah, and he's a very good pundit, Julian. Palmer. I, I think he's pulls pundit, no punches. He's probably the best British yeah. pundit. Yeah, I think when you look at the current crop of pundits that you get in, um, for example, uh, Sky, when you got Martin Brundle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a few years now since he was actually competitively racing in yeah. Formula One. It's been too long. Well, that's the problem with the Sky commentary team is they need Damon a Hill. Formula One driver. Yeah, Damon Hill. Yeah, is another one. The the occasional people that they get floating in it and Paul the rest of I, I like Paul the rest. I like mm-hmm. He's very very good because he's very quick. But again, it's been a few years now since the rest of was 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 on the grid. No, but, but I think but he's but technically he's still minded tests for things. Yeah, you know, he's been yeah. a test driver. He's, he's still he's still on the Mercedes sim program. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. But the um, when you've got drivers like Nico Rosberg, and I know he splits his time between Sky and German mm-hmm. TV. Jensen Button. Yeah. Jensen mm-hmm. Button's still still pretty on the ball. I don't I I love Martin Brundle and Damon Hill's analysis of, of certain things and their their experience in, you know, where drivers can be at certain times of the season if they're fighting for championships or if they're, you know, fighting for a race win for, for well, Brundle won't know anything about that. No. But um <laughs> But the, he still holds. I think he still holds a record for the most amount of races led without. It's winning. called success, Martin. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but again, these these drivers are now as driver pundits. Are they outdated? Well, the problem Brundle's got is he for twenty years more. Than he 20 straddles years it, now. doesn't he? Because he's kind of like the new Murray Walker, if you like. But he's not because he's supposed to be the driver side of the commentary team. If he was just a Anthony Davidson's another one. Anthony Davidson has just been he's, he's all good. right. Yeah, like he's him. good, but he's again is 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 You're right, Durist is the best. Now. Yeah, Durist is the yeah, best. I would say so. But but again Paul the rest has been a few years now since he was in the sport mm. full time. No, but I, I even just the fact of still being a professional motor racing driver, you know, he's still winning each uh, like yeah. the endurance championship and stuff like that. It still gives that level of credibility to it. And don't forget, when Nico Rosberg retired before Bottas got the seat, I was I was saying that Mercedes should have chosen Paul De Resta. Um, I did say that. <laughs> I do remember you saying that. <laughs> yeah i I don't think he'd. Uh, I don't think Williams would have done any worse with him in the car instead of Kibitza. With Paul De Resta, yeah, yeah, you know they should they should. Well, they'd have been about thirty million worse off. 
Would have been 30 million worse off. Mind you, he did come with a slug of money, though, didn't he? Not 30 million worth. 30 million. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he came with the money from Royal Bank of Scotland, but Royal Bank of Scotland had pulled back all, pulled out of all sponsorships. Yeah, the whiskey as well, though, didn't he? White Mackay. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That is true. Horrible stuff. <laughs> Just White Mackay, not whiskey in general. <laughs> um, shall we shunt it? Uh, yes, but we've got something first. Oh. We've got, I need to go get a prop. Hang on. Oh, God. Oh, God, a prop. Oh, while, hang on. While, while Lee's talk, disappearing... Talk amongst to get, yourselves. While Lee's disappearing to get a prop, um, Dan's absence and Sean's presence isn't the only change to this. Um, from the start from the start of this season onwards from this show, uh, the shows are going to come out a little bit later now. It's going to be latish UK time, around about 10pm 10, 10 on a Tuesday. Yeah. Because... I like to get to bed before two in the morning on a Monday night after recording these, so I'm going to be mixing it after work on Tuesday, unless the um, unless the Patreon show gets up to enough for us all to do this full time, <laughs> which you can subscribe to by going to Patreon.com/slash Three Legs Four Wheels, and it keeps us running. In... Keep, keeps us running, and apparently it keeps us in props as well. It does. Oh, oh God! <laughs> what the hell are you? Doing which is not our idea. It's an idea of a listener to give Paul a cake with a bulb. With a fifty watt bulb in it. Because we couldn't there's no room for fifty candles. This is this is better than the band that gave you a card still in the cellophane. It, that is true. That was they hadn't written anything in it. No, they'd given him a whiskey in a bag and gave him the bag that the whiskey was in and had left the card in there still in the cellophane. I think that we're going down the road of eating cake on a podcast is not a good idea. I oh, don't that's fine. I, I don't. cake is better than biscuit. Biscuit is terrible vocally. That, that is that is true, but oh, thank you very much. That's <laughs> at this time of night. That's a lot between four of us. To that be is fair. one monstrous I, cake. I, it's definitely not keto friendly. <laughs> I'm afraid. <laughs> Do I get the feeling I'm about to become even more diabetic? Maybe. <laughs> I think uh, I'm gonna have to get a picture of picture of this. Yeah, yeah, you are. For all those who are watching on the, on the YouTube, they can see the. the, the <laughs> Can they see? The, the, is it behind the? the it's behind lamp? the lamp. I, I think. don't know, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move this. things. I'm so happy I didn't drop that. <laughs> you nearly did. Very, very nearly did. I'm not gonna lie. I saved it with a breast. <laughs> <laughs> it's boob cake. Yeah, I'm about to say the same thing. Boob cake. So I've just moved some props out of the way so that. Uh, don't move, Captain America minion. Well, I have. Okay. Um, it's too late. You can't tell me not to do it after it's happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is fact, said Prince. Oh, no, I'm not going to Yeah, so there's the cake. Paul's going to um, tweet uh, or Instagram pictures for those who are not watching and, and, and will be listening on the, on the actual podcast. Um, but yeah, Paul celebrated a very special birthday in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, uh, I hit, the, hit the half century last Tuesday. Yes. Again. Okay. What? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're not talking a, a, a cricket score either, are we? Um, no, I, <laughs> I wish I'd scored that many when I was playing cricket. My best score was 18 not out. Do you so really many, play many cricket? Ago. Yes, you do. Is it not, is it not like, you, like knitting where you just do it? Uh, no, it's going to be quite <laughs> difficult. I used to, I used to bowl. I was yeah. a bowler. 
Sorry, just so Paul is uh, the podcast has uh, has gone. Yeah, podcast mm. gonna rise. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, was, it, yes, it has just talk just of shunting. Out. I believe. Yes. Hang on a second. Uh, the shunting tablet is out. Good placement of the bulb, by the way. Well, right in the middle. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. the. Uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just just tweeting pictures of food. What would have been terrible? I, I couldn't been... get it in, so I had to make the hole with my penis. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Even worse. Look, mate, you need all the protein you can get at your age. <laughs> but the... Uh, I t- t- totally forgot what I was going to say. Yay, toilet yeah. humour. Yeah. yeah. I forgot what I was going to say now. Never mind. Bear with me. I'm, I'm, I'm still social mediaing. Right. Um, um, should, we, should we... Should Would you like me to start talking? Yes, can I think do so. It? I think we can start total social media, but, but, but can, can... No, no, definitely no phones during this. Yes, right, right. I hope I haven't done this one before. <laughs> Great start. Uh, I hadn't really thought about total shunt until we've gone in there, and I went into my messages and realised I have like three hundred Twitter messages. <laughs> so I picked one from Mister Red, and uh, I know we've had one from him before. Wasn't he a talking horse? Yes. Yeah. And um, I, yeah. Yeah, it's I, I, I replied to him on the 5th of the 5th, 19, and I said, cheers, mate, and there has been no correspondence since then, <laughs> and usually people say thank you when I use it, uh, so I'm So gone. if this is a repeat, it's because he lacks etiquette. Yes. Good. Right. It also relies on us remembering back to last May. Yes, it's true. This is yeah. unlikely. I think this is possible. Right. <laughs> I was born Yay. Right. in 1953. Okay. Well, it wasn't me. Correct. <laughs> I won the European... Hang on, I'm still doing maths. 67 this Thank year. Thank you. I won the European <laughs> Super V Series in 1977. That's so that's, v, a, that's a sports v, car. E. Oh, and maybe not a sports car, I don't know. It still sounds sports e. car Yeah, it does sound sports car to be fair. It was the one above the normal V Series. I think we might have had this one before. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I raced in the US-based IROC series three times in the 90s. I think we have had Do you know what? This, this is ringing this a bell. Familiar. And I don't think we knew who it was at the time. Like and the I still don't think. Shunt. I yes. still don't think yeah, I know yeah. who this Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, we need a guest, don't we? Oh, that was fuck. Yes. Um, Eric Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> Fiat Estrada. <laughs> <laughs> we, need, we need a serious guess oh, now. Oh, God. Um, Not just... A guess. Jimmy Haslam Jr. Oh. That's... Chases okay. scum around the world. <laughs> why not? It, it sounds NASCAR-y enough. Yeah, why not? Uh, I... Go away, Facebook notification. Uh, I have overall wins in the 12 hours of Sebring and 24 hours of Daytona. Okay. <laughs> that, that was one away from saying good for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that information is is input. Well done, mate. <laughs> my son also raced. Uh, my son also racer was a star of a season of The Bachelor. Don't think we have had this one before. No, this rings a bell. Does that it? does ring a bell. Still oh, don't know who it is, like, but. No. Uh, I won a number of feeder series titles uh, in my home country before moving to the US in 1985. I would like a guess. 
I have no knowledge of this one. <laughs> no knowledge. <clears throat> Want to go for somebody South American? Even though they took part in the European... V2. Yeah, you would assume European mm. if they're moved. They're doing Europe. You doing... would assume, so it doesn't have to be, does yeah, it? So yeah, it could be a red this, this is why I think the European bit was a curveball. Maybe. Mm. So we've narrowed it down to somewhere in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and someone with kids, or kid. <laughs> Fucking hell. This is not... Yeah, it's, um, I'm not feeling it. Um... I have no wisdom. Um, you don't have to give it. Do you need, yeah, 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 it's a guess. Who's Dario oh. Franchitti's dad? Mr. I Franchitti. don't know. But I don't think Dario Franchitti's been on The Bachelor. Probably not. He'd have won, like, he's a handsome man. I think The Bachelor automatically wins, does he not? He gets all the ladies that come at him. Oh, and is, it, is it not picks, like I you think, get like a few bachelors? And no, a few I ladies? think it's one one supposedly eligible bachelor and a load of. I think Darius Franchitti would be good at that. <laughs> I think he <laughs> might have a family. No, 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 but I like Dario <laughs> Franchitti in a suit. I think would make an excellent James Bond. James Bond bachelor <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wilson Fittipaldi. I have no idea who that is. Emerson's brother. Okay. Right. It was Tom Hanks' racing ball. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Yeah. Let's be honest, we've not got anything else going on, have we? My first Indy 500 win was the same day as Senna's third Monaco win. Don't all come at me at once with your answers. So Indy 500, 1988. Uh, Third Monaco win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 1990, I think that was then. 1990 mm. or 89. I'm getting a brain fade here. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Could actually be Emerson. Could be Thomas Edison for all I know. Really. <laughs> <laughs> because he was an IndyCar driver right up, and because he fought with Mansell in the '93 championship. Yeah. So he's about the right kind of age, isn't he? Because that was my first, my first introduction to Emerson Fittipaldi. Was he was fighting Nigel Mansell for the '93 IndyCar championship? When somebody said, "Oh no, he was like Formula One champion in like 1972," I was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> Twenty-one years ago." <laughs> So if he was was he was he seventy two? Was that nineteen seventy two? I think was his. He was born in fifty three. Is that quite young for that age for young, that time? Think, yeah. yeah. Um, would you like another clue? Yes, probably. Please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, currently, I spend my time as a race steward for the IndyCar series. Ooh, t- does, does that mean IndyCar do something ridiculous where they've got the same stewards for every race? I think they've got a roster. Have they? Yeah, they've okay. got a few that they. I don't think the same stewards for every race is a bad idea. I think it's a great idea. Formula One do it's just that there's one dri- different driver steward every time. Driver representative is different, isn't it? Mm. But again, I think they've they've got a handful. I don't think they've got like a, a different one every single race. There's a, sort of a a squad. 
Yeah, I'm thinking somebody Scandinavian for some reason, and oh. I don't know why. Hmm. I think we, need, we got another mm. blue before we, uh, and there's potential for a spaffer as well. Uh, there is a spaffer, but Good. he hasn't given it to you, but I will. Um, number nine. My second Indy 500 win was in 1997 under controversial circumstances. Now, I watched the Indy 500 1996. That is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't 96, sorry. It was 1995. No, it was 96, sorry. It was 96. It was when... uh, when I said that was the Jacques year, wasn't it? It was Jacques Villeneuve. Oh, was it? Yeah. Wasn't it 94? I can't remember. 96 was Jacques Villeneuve's first year, wasn't it, in Formula 1? So 95, I watched the Indy 500. Yeah. Uh, uh, is, yeah, was that sorry. Mansell, 95? No. 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 Okay. Still none the wiser. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember any of Jacques Villeneuve's rivals, even two years before. <laughs> 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 I remember Jacques Villeneuve not winning for most of the, He may have won that year, but he wasn't winning for most of the race. Yeah, but it's like Mario Kart. You only have to sort of be in the lead on the last corner to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those uh, fucking blue turtle shells. <laughs> Next clue. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your tenth and final clue. The last corner of Zandvert is named for me. Oh, yes. I do remember who this is. We have had this before. We have had this before. Have we? Yeah. Are you Ari Lyondike? Leon Diuk. Yes. <laughs> 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 I'm going to delete that one. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mr. Red. You've got a Again. strange name. <laughs> now, if you want to send a total shunt, how would you go about it? Tweet me at a total shunt, and uh, you can also send them to me on Instagram at a total shunt. And if you've already sent one in and you want me to use it, then tweet me again, and then I'll hit get to the top of the list because I've got loads. Like I'm shunts for days and comments for days, and there's loads. And uh, you can also email them into three legs four wheels at gmail.com to put on the reserve list for weeks when Lee's not about. Yeah. And uh, that's the general email address. <coughs> general email address for uh, for the podcast as well. Yeah. And you can get us on Twitter and Facebook at three legs four wheels and the rest of us individually at. At Flood21. At Sean Cowper. And at Pablo100. Um, right, we'd better start a Formula Lee winter series, haven't we? I suppose so. It's a, it's a tradition. And this is where we don't always do the F1 cars on the full circuits. Mm-hmm. Still on F1 2019. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be a 2019 um, F2 car this time. I think the, the Prima. And the Jap- Japan Short Circuit in the dry. Suzuka Short Circuit. Suzuka Short Circuit mm-hmm. in the dry. And uh, we'll make this a two-week one. So you've got until, uh, what's the date in two weeks? Tom? It's the third, isn't it? It's the day after Super Bowl. It is the day after the Super Bowl. Third of um, oh, third Super Bowl all Sunday. Yes. yes. Got until the third of February, seven o'clock UK time to get those in. Um, I think that about does it for this week, doesn't it? That's us. Yeah. That's Thank nah. you to everyone who has uh, listened and everyone on YouTube that's uh, that's joined in and, and watched and commented. Yes. Uh, we'll do a little bit of a YouTube Q&A at the end for... Five, yes, ten minutes or so. I think so. And uh, we will uh, we'll see you next next week. I'll be in well.
What is going? Why are you making your iPad talk? I don't know. Come on. I don't know why my iPad's talking because I don't normally use iPads. I'm <laughs> Windows and Android all the way. We'll Was see it you next. Offering you videos of Kira Knightley. Yeah. We'll see you next what week. What are you been googling? Bye bye.